Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKeady. And of course we're going to start this episode talking about Vanderpump Rules because we know how much you guys loved that last week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't feel bad about it. I would have I would have done it for three more hours. I don't feel bad. It was, it's, we have to take advantage of these moments. You know what I mean? Five years when we look back. For sure. like that, it is time in reality TV history. Troy, you have to tell us about your celebrity encounter this weekend. I finally saw Andy fucking Cohen. Finally. I have been waiting for my Andy Cohen sighting since I moved to New York. Um, I live in an area that Andy Cohen frequents a lot. So I'm always looking for him. I'm all and like everybody always sees him. Everybody always has these Andy stories. They always have pictures with Andy. And so yesterday my friend Katie came over and we went just like bar hopping. And uh, we went to this bar across the street from me. And it's so funny because we were talking about how crazy it would be if we saw him together. And we were leaving the bar and I, I heard like a middle-aged woman like going nuts, like screaming. <laughs> and I was like, I should probably follow the sounds of that, that siren because wherever she's screaming about, I'll probably care. And it was him. It was Andy getting into his Uber. An Uber Black was a BMW. And um, he was, like, wearing his, like, seersucker, like, hosting Watch What Happens Live suit. And I was like, oh, he's going to do Watch What Happens Live. Threw his whole body out of the window to take a selfie with her. So That's he, like, nice. yeah, it was he was really, really nice. And he was like, I love you, too. Like, I'm going to film Watch What Happens. And that was it. We I didn't say anything. I didn't talk to him. I was like, I'm just going to be cool. But it was, like, really cool to see Andy in person, finally. Well, I hope that you do get to speak to him someday and ask him about his garage. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh, God. <laughs> so I made a TikTok about Ezra Miller walking the red carpet at the Flash premiere. And silly me, I expected a lot of people to be like, yeah, it is fucking crazy that they're just on the red carpet. I don't know if they're doing interviews or not, to be honest. I just saw... Ezra walking, I had so many comments being like, what happened to innocent before proving guilty or whatever? And then so many other people were commenting how good Ezra looked. And I was just like, am I in banana land? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, like all the stuff that Ezra did was on video. And it was the whole world. It wasn't just like 
this country. Right. Like, it's not, it's not alleged. <laughs> it was Ezra just walking up to people in bars and punching them on video, which then led to, you know, all the things. Um, it's insane. I mean, like, Pete, there's nobody that people are more willing to make excuses for than athletes and whoever's in the goddamn superhero universe. That's a good point. Yeah. It's so frustrating. It's like this person caused trouble from New Hampshire, Vermont, Hawaii, Japan, global. It was a worldwide chaos. To terrorize a place where people go to relax. <laughs> like, if you can terrorize all of Hawaii, Right. And shuts out like all of Hawaii. You really have to be a menace. Or Vermont, where there's like, I I love you, Vermont, but there's not many. It's not a big population there. So right. Even to like bother the quiet people of Vermont. It's a lot. Yeah, I was I was still shocked even just to see an Ezra preview at the movie theater. Like that alone was shocking. But the fact that Ezra's out, I mean, it's just it's insane. But it's exactly what we said was going to happen. For sure. But I did find out that within like the three day box office opening three days that the flash lost $60 million. Wow. So did you learn your lesson yet, DC? That's crazy. The answer is no. <laughs> no. Yeah, the answer to that is no. So you may have also seen that Courtney and Travis are having a baby. And I actually honestly thought the announcement was super cute. I thought it was very, it was a cute thing. Me too. I saw someone on Twitter. They were like, Chris must be so pissed that they did it this way instead of like a Vogue cover or a People right. article or something. It's very Courtney. You know what I mean? It's very Courtney, very anti, you know, the family. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Chris is livid, but I thought it was super cute. I just thought it was like really sweet. Me too. And I have been very annoyed with those two pretty much since they got together. But this mm -hmm. time I was just like, ah, and also good for Courtney because she deserves to have a baby with someone who seems like an all right guy. And I know Travis has his past, but it seems like he's actually worked and become a better person. And like the one thing that you can say about Courtney and Travis that you can't definitely say about a lot of other couples is that they are in love. For sure. They are undeniably in love. They are not in this for us or for anybody else. They are literally obsessed with each other. It's like, it's undeniable. Like, there's no question of whether or not that is like a PR relationship or something. Like, they are fucking obsessed with each other. Speaking of other couples that are obsessed with each other, what did you think of JLo's post for Ben Affleck on Father's Day? I just... I wonder sometimes, you know, I was looking at Jennifer's comments. Like I always look at the comments of her posts because she, it's like the more she ignores pre people's problems with her, it seems the worse it gets for her, like mm -hmm. on the internet. And now it's like, she really can't post anything without people in her comments being like, you're a fraud, you're fake, everybody hates you, you don't sing your songs, Mariah Carey, blah, blah, blah. So I just wonder like, how does she lack so much awareness that they, she would even post something like that? I almost feel like she posted that specific first picture because of all the videos that have come up of Ben looking miserable. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't look super happy in that picture anyway, you know, right. but yeah. it just changes the narrative because her narrative with him has always been like, we have great sex. He's super sexy. We're the sexiest couple. We're the best mm -hmm. couple ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like her way of proving like, no, look, 
Ben's hot, you guys. Remember? Remember Ben from the 90s? See? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I just, her lack of awareness is wild to me. But she always, she's so unaware. Like, even that video she posted of her teaching her daughter how to belt. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, God. Jennifer posted a video on her Instagram of her teaching her child how to sing. Oh. And it went viral because her kid sounds 20 times better than her. And she's, like, teaching her how to sing. And it's, like, clearly her kid got, like, the natural talent from Mark. You know what I mean? Like, she's, like, teaching her kid how to scream sing. And she sounds insane. And then her child does it and sounds amazing. It's so funny. I need to go find that video immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, really good. But, yeah, I'm just, like, she she has no self-awareness. It's crazy to me. Especially for someone who's been so famous for so long. Yeah. Like, she she really doesn't read the room. She doesn't. But I guess that just kind of proves, like, how much of an asshole Jennifer... Like, the what people say about her is, like, true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, we also have to talk about Amanda Bynes, obviously. So, I don't think that we know much more at this point. We were looking before we started recording, if there was like any update like this morning or today. But as of right now, it looks like, according to TMZ, Amanda um, is placed under another 5150 psychiatric hold. And it said that uh, they received a call from a woman saying that there was a, a woman in distress. And it ended up being Amanda calling on uh, on herself. And of course, they had to get pictures of her being handcuffed I hate that she did it. She called on herself and they couldn't figure out a more private way to take her when clearly she was like, you know, willing to go. For sure. And that's a huge deal for someone who's going through something mentally to like pause and be like, no, I actually need help. Yeah. But if I know so many people are just like, see, she's still crazy. It's like, it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. I don't know if we'll ever be able to, because like the thing that sucks is I don't think she'll ever be able at this point to really tell her story, which is, you know, I guess maybe never say never, but it seems like that's not going to happen and that sucks. And that's got to be really hard to live with. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think Jeanette really did open the door for a lot of the Nickelodeon kids, but obviously it's their trauma to talk about. Right. For sure. 1000%. 1000%. And Jeanette's like lucky enough to be in a place in her life where she seems really on the other side of it, at least mm-hmm. in the way she talks about it. Whereas Amanda is obviously, obviously not. She's calling 5150 holds on herself, you know? It's just sad. And like you said, it's just, it really takes a lot to think, like, to think about yourself being in a mental place where you're like, I need a 5150. That's like really dark, you know? For sure. So, I mean, this is the second time that Amanda has called on herself. So hopefully something changes in her medication or whatever it is. And, you know, we're always rooting for for Amanda. Every day. Now, someone I know we're not exactly rooting for, Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, I did see the preview for Zoe 102, the reunion. And I know I've talked about it on the podcast. I always acted like I was too cool for like Cheetah Girls and High School Musical. I was not too cool for Zoe 101. That's okay. that's something like I watched that far too long. I was obsessed with Zoe 101. And if it wasn't Jamie Lynn, I'd be so excited for this. I mean, 
listen it's still just for the nostalgia of it all it's still kind of exciting i mean it's mm-hmm. it, it's really exciting for the other cast members you know for sure i mean i will say i think it's like again for somebody like jamie lynn who lacks a lot of self-awareness so she is like an idiot this is like the smartest thing she's done in a very long time for sure you know? it's like the only thing that really makes sense for her to do is this what else does she we don't want to listen to you strum a guitar girl we don't want to we don't we don't want to read your musings in a book we don't <laughs> so might as well do zoe 101 again you know what i mean like no i completely agree with you maybe maybe i'll tune in i don't know because i still haven't watched the idol i've been pretty strong about that have you watched it yet i'm not going to i don't think I don't think it's needed. The clips that I've seen on Twitter of the idol, like, tell me all I need to know about the weekend and his acting and what the mm-hmm. show's about. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't, I don't need, I was reading about, like, I was like rereading all of the idol drama from like the beginning. And I was reading about how, you know, like they let go of the um, the woman who had like done a lot of the production because it was like too much from a female perspective. And they didn't like that. And that just tells you everything you need to know about this show. I don't need the weekend's perception of a troubled female pop star. Like, I'd honestly rather swallow glass. I I, I want it. So, yeah. So, you may or may not have seen a a photo or a video that BB Rexa got hit with a phone. So inappropriate. If you guys are at concerts, please don't throw your phone at the artist. And I know that's kind of become a thing, like throwing phones up on stage and they'll pick it up and do a recording. Just like maybe throw it, toss it on the stage. Don't chuck it at the artist. Like you really have to be unhinged. And the guy got arrested for it, as he should. That's super dangerous. And he said he just thought it would be funny. That's why he did it. It was sad. (laughs) She's been through enough. I know. She's like really nice. Like... BB Rexa is so cool. She's like such a chill girl. I completely agree. And she's also been one to talk about body positivity. And, you know, she was a songwriter who became a singer. And I like her story a lot. Her story is one of the most interesting pop star stories out there right now. Um, if you haven't listened to her, she she does a lot of podcasts. She's a podcast girl. And um, yeah, if you type her name in, like she's had some really great interviews of her talking about like how weird it is that she is like she's been so maligned and like people have like stolen her music from her and made all this money from it and she has some of the most well-known pop songs out there like in the world and like nobody knows who she is I feel like people think of her you you say like a meme singer that's how people think of her but she's actually super fucking talented she's so talented I don't know. I just, I really have a respect for her now that I like could not ever imagine I would have a couple of years ago. BB Rex a stand. So please don't throw your phones at anyone on stage ever. <laughs> yeah, especially BB Rexa. <laughs> <laughs> I also just really quickly wanted to mention before we get into the episode. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this past Father's Day that Kamora Simmons and her daughters went absolutely berserk on uh, Russell Simmons on the internet. And it was so beautiful and deserved. Yeah, I guess I didn't know much about Russ's past just because mm-hmm. I've always, I, I mean, obviously I know who he is, 
But to me, Kimura was always front and center in that relationship. And I didn't realize she was only a junior when they started dating, a junior in high school. Yes, there's a really incredible Russell Simmons documentary. I want to say it was on HBO. Um, It's one of the best, in my opinion, like, you know, rotten celebrity expose, tell-all documentaries that's come out in the past 10 years. And like Russell, to me, was particularly treacherous in the way that he like assaulted women because he would like and I know that they all do some version of this but like he really would like take careers from people who were like prodigies like there is this woman in the dock who she was literally so musically gifted like she came up with all of these ideas like in the 90s that helped like change music and she was behind the scenes she's so smart so talented and she he tried to rape her um she like fought him off or something it, it ended up not happening and he just like ruined her life and it was like such a loss for the music industry that she wasn't like she was so talented so yeah he's and he's worse because he he pretends to be like a monk right he's like I'm you know he like meditates and he's like acts like he's so spiritual and you know holier than now and it's like you're just a fucking pig there was one clip that Kamora shared with no audio, but it was a FaceTime between their daughter and Russ. Mm-hmm. And the way he's screaming at the daughter, you can just see it on his face. It's so disgusting. And honestly, yeah. good for Kamora for doing that because apparently the police weren't helping at all. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that she did that. I was like, okay, girl. And like the, the daughters who be like, no, fuck you. Because it started with him posting this really passive-aggressive thing about, like, you know, before you judge men on Father's Day, like, one of those things, like, know what we've been through or something like that. I don't remember what it said, but it was, like, the gall, like, the gall of this man, you know? So, Russ, your day is coming on Beyond the Blinds. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, clearly there's a lot to say. (laughs) Now, before I ask Troy about his True Blood opinions, I just want to let everybody know, I pulled the blinds. Um, It's very Alexander Skarsgård heavy, um, but the first search, I just searched like True Blood, kind of what I did for Grey's Anatomy. And then I pulled some of the bigger cast members. Um, Evan Rachel Wood is sprinkled in there, and so is Joe Manganiello, but they're just kind of sprinkled in there to break up the Alexander blinds. But I know Evan will get an episode of her own eventually, and then... um, I'm sure Sofia Vergara will have some sort of episode. So if you just hear like random shit about them, that's why. <laughs> God, I, I always forget about Evan being on the show. She was only on for like one year, but she was so good. So impactful. Yeah. God damn. It's like she was so incredible in that role. She should play a vampire again. I have a question for you. Okay. And too bad we don't have Shannon from Fluently Forward to answer this because this is her kind of question. Would you rather fuck a werewolf or a vampire? That is a very shaded question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I would rather fuck... God, it's hard to say. So many reasons for both. Um, <laughs> I guess that I would go with vampire. Just, I, I mean, I can't really think of any reasons at the moment because I'd fuck them both. But I'm going to go with vampire because I've been attracted to more vampires in my life than werewolves 
Okay. I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf girl. I'm shocked. I don't know. It's just like, I guess I can only really say like vampire diaries in true blood. Right. But I've always been way more, unless it's a vampire girly, I guess. But like the werewolf girls on vampire diaries really got me going. (laughs) People listening are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, well, they're, they're, it's very sexual, like, even, and True Blood is great, because it really leans into, like, how sexual it is, like, just the mm. whole book of it all, but yeah, I get it, and, like, the werewolves are really, like, brute, like, Joe was really, like, he was always, like, ripping his shirt off, and sweaty, and ripped, and growling, and, you know, throwing sook against the wall, and, like, it's, like, very, like, intense, whereas, like, the vampires were a little bit more, like, like, sexy, they're more like watch you from afar. And I think I like yeah. to be like pushed against a wall and stuff. Right. Less mystery. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have to invite you into the house <laughs> right through the window. <laughs> all right. Now, Troy, I need to know all your true blood thoughts, your favorite characters, because I don't know if people listening can even or I'm sure people listening know, but this was such a pop culture moment. This was a phenomenon. Like it was. <laughs> and like whenever I think of True Blood, like I am, it's like the song's gonna be in my head the whole time. <laughs> like I can see the girl like like withering her hips on the strip club floor, like at the opening, you know. Um, I loved True Blood. I adored this show. I was obsessed. I I will say I liked the beginning of it way more than the end. Like I think for sure it got a little too crazy with the fantasy. You know, everybody was like had powers and Sookie could fly and like it got really crazy. But at the beginning, when it was just like, you know, a couple different kinds of creatures and it was very simple and like the vampires were like fighting for like their rights in the in politics and stuff like that was so cool. Um, the acting was so good on that show. And yeah, I just remember like lust state. Like I, I think that I was in a full like 10 year long, like fever dream. Like I was just like withering <laughs> all the time. Like every man on that show, my God. For sure. And I mean, even like Lafayette, I loved Lafayette. Oh. Um, my favorite was Jessica, like the redheaded oh, vampire who couldn't, who couldn't get her shit together. <laughs> her premature fangs. And then, like, even Jason, you know what I mean? The fact that they had someone as, like, a sheriff who -hmm. was so stupid. Yeah. So dumb. Um, Sarah Newell, the higher the hair, the closer to God. That's so Sarah. Oh, my God. Nothing will ever. The hilarious thing. So, me and Katie always had this joke about True Blood where it's, like, if I was in that universe of everybody on the show that I would be obsessed with, it'd be Jason Stackhouse. It wouldn't have been the vampires. It wouldn't have been the werewolves. I would have been after Jason. <laughs> I do think Jason was the hottest guy on the show. I, I like, I need to remind myself sometimes like how much he imprinted on me. I was obsessed with Jason Stackhouse. Oh my God. And I thought it was cool seeing Anna Paquin just being such a great actress because even when she was like an x-men super young she was on that she was in that goose movie do you remember she like fly away oh, yeah. home, whatever it was oh, oh, yeah it was just cool seeing her really step into herself really and she's also one of the first actresses i can remember being questioned about being bisexual because they are with a man yes 
And the way that she handled that, she was like, no, I'm still bisexual. It's not like I'm straight right now. Right. Yeah. And I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, she had very, like, um 2020s answers about that stuff, like, back in the day, when they would try and turn it into, like, because, like, at that time, it was, like, if you're bisexual and you're a woman and you're pretty, then you have to be, like, Megan Fox. You're, mm-hmm. like, a sex whore, you know, like, bisexual. Like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, she was she was so great. And also, um, Rutina Wesley, she played Tara. Mm-hmm. That was her first acting role. Ever? Yeah. Wow. And she was incredible. Like, she was so good. I just remember, like, I'll never forget, like, the opening scene of that show when she's, like, working at their version of Walmart. Mm-hmm. And this lady comes in and she has, like, a complaint. And, like, her monologue is, like, five minutes long, but it's so good. And I was like, oh, she's, like, the star for me. Like, she always had my heart, Tara. And I think the thing is, everyone on that show is a great actor. Like, you can mm-hmm. watch an ensemble cast and be like, okay, they're weaker, they're weaker. Yeah. But even, like, Arlene or Hoyt, Hoyt was just stupid. Oh. And that's who Hoyt was supposed to be, but he did it so well. Yeah, Arlene. Arlene oh. is like so sweet and near and dear to my heart. I love her. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Everybody on the show was always. And yeah, like you said, Lafayette. Oh my God. What um, an amazing like queer character on TV, like however long ago that was. Right. We had no one like him. Yeah. RIP him. That's so sad. I know. One other thing I found really interesting is I Googled, you know, True Blood onset drama, True Blood onset drama Reddit. I Googled all those things. Nothing popped up. Yeah. It's not a show that I remember being known for like being messy, which is crazy when you think about how many reoccurring cast members that show had. Like it was basically like The Simpsons. There's like 30 million different people in Bon Ton that are like main characters you know for sure (laughs) (laughs) now all of those are opinions everything from here on out is alleged and we're starting in 2009 this is a blind item from buzz photo please remember if we don't specify where the blind item is from it is from crazydaysandnights.net nt lawyer is the one who writes them so shout out to nt and again we're in 2009 and this is from buzz photo This one is a treat for those who love salacious gossip. These two television co-stars who've been rumored to have hooked up in the past are now inviting other members of the popular show in on their game. In fact, we have it on good authority that at least one other big name in the cast has experimented with the couple. Since the couple, one married, one not, do not take things too seriously, they see no harm in bringing in other people to their affair just to spice things up a bit. The threesome of which we speak of allegedly happened on set after filming and drugs were involved. It's not the cast from Heroes. So it just says cast from True Blood, but I'm pretty sure it's Anna Paquin and her husband, of course, Stephen Moyer, because some of their blind items we're going to read get wild. You know, I was going to say that, um, speaking of them all hooking up with each other, True Blood is the the first that I remember vampire thing that was really like big and mainstream especially like during the time that Twilight and stuff was popular where it really leaned into queerness yeah 
I don't know. Like I'm 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 rewatching Buffy right now, and I know that Buffy is super queer, but like it could be even it could be even gayer to be honest, because <laughs> it's just illogical to think that somebody's been alive for like four hundred years and they've never dabbled in anything other, you know. And I remember Bill Skarsgård saying that, like, he was like, I just don't think it would make sense that any of these characters would be straight. Like, they all need to be at least bisexual because we've been alive for a thousand years. Like, hello. You know, it just wouldn't even make any sense. Oh, we have a kindness blind already. This Academy Award winner slash nominee actress who does a mix of television and movies has a best friend who recently got married. Her friend is a special education teacher for a school, which does not pay their employees very much. The friend married a man who was also a teacher at the school. The original plan was for the couple to just get married at their home and have a very tiny reception and not even a honeymoon, as they are trying to save whatever dollars they earn for a home. Well, our actress gave them and paid for the wedding of a lifetime as well as a reception. The honeymoon and even gave them 50k towards their house. Oh my god. That's really nice. Who did it, Troy? Oh, hello. Anna Paquin did that. Oh my God. (laughs) These cheating TV co-stars have been very sneaky in the past to keep their affair under wraps. One is married, one has a boyfriend, but now another co-star with connections to our source discovered their little secret rendezvous and told everyone else on set. No one is happy about it because the cast really likes this actor's wife. And that's Jim Parrick of True Blood talking about how his co-stars are sleeping together. <laughs> this very good-looking foreign-born c actor on a huge hit show didn't have anyone within two seats of him at a show he attended. Why? He smelled as if he had not showered in days, and when he had showered, he had done it in week-old booze. And that is Ryan Quentin, uh, who played Jason Stackhouse. That's your man. That's my man. That's my (laughs) man. We're now in 2010. Vampire Blind Vice. Biting her way to the top. Poor Valerie Trestrap. She didn't think anybody was on to her. Isn't it always the way with Hollywood's most ambition, most conniving? They like to convince themselves they're so stealth with their naughty master plans. Nobody will ever find out. Well, more and more folks are discovering exactly how Valerie, a member of a highly successful Fang franchise, works it off camera and that she's been doing so for quite some time. At first, cast and crew members just thought it was a coincidence that Val was seen out and about with one or two of the show's hottest stars. But that was before these onset folks discovered a couple of things. First, Val has actually bedded at least two of the hot vamp show's beautiful leads. We're not talking supporting players here, babes. We mean the top names. Second, it's no accident Miss Trestrap happened to get it on with her bloody TV offering's most famous talent. She planned it from the beginning. Wow, what a total user. You'd think all the attention and fancy Hollywood perks Val got as a result was worth it for her in the end. I mean, having to sell herself like that? This sorry and rather typical way of achieving fame is exactly what people who still toil on the mega popular franchise are just now discovering. This was Valerie's whoring plan from the get-go. According to certain knowledgeable blabbable set sources, VTT stupidly told one crew member, quote, I'm going to fuck whoever gets me the most famous. Well, points to Valerie for being honest. 
problem is Trust Trap, who really is a cold fish, as she convinced her lovely female paramour, she's really into chicks when she's not, doesn't understand why more and more of her castmates are suddenly finding they've got other post-filming places to be that don't usually include her. And the crafty looker is simply confused about what to do about it. She's even thinking of rekindling her originally original two affairs on the show just to try and get back into their good graces, among other totally stupid plans, like making a spoof project about their franchise. Silly girl, doesn't she know the spoofs on her? And that's Evan Rachel Wood, Alexander Skarsgård, and Michael McMillan on the set of True Blood. Evan Rachel Wood is somebody that I feel like when she shows up on a show like this, it's like, I don't know. She's the perfect person that you think of to like mix up a cast and get everything crazy. For sure. And I cannot recommend her HBO Rising Phoenix documentary more. Like that documentary is so fucking incredible. She's ridiculous. She's so ridiculously talented. So like smart. And just like, I don't know. I just, I'm obsessed with her. She should have won an Oscar for 13. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. She should have won an Oscar for anything by now. <laughs> Honestly, Gossip Boys. This couple was hot all over town, but have cooled off. Reason? Waiting for their movie to come out. And that's Alexandra Skarsgård and Kate Bosworth. Oh, Straw Dogs. That was such a weird movie. I know. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And then members of this hit premium cable show cast were due at a New York bar for an event for which they were being paid a lot of money. They were supposed to show up at 10 p.m., but kept fans waiting until 3 a.m. Their excuse? They couldn't find the place. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. This blind item is from Blind Gossip. This young actress is enjoying a successful career, but she still isn't satisfied. She wants a lucrative endorsement deal. To that end, she's targeting several companies. She tries to make sure when she's photographed by the paparazzi, she casually displays one of their products, whether it be a soft drink can or designer purse. She then asks the paparazzi to send her agent a copy of the photo. The agent sends it off to a company with a note suggesting that if they ever want to see X carrying their product again, that they should hire her. Her opinion of herself must exceed that of the corporate world, though, because so far, no one's biting. And that's Evan Rachel Wood or Anna Paquin. Honestly, everyone does that. Yeah, that's very normal. This couple was once just your normal couple, but as of late, it seems the actress is changing with her popularity. Her old man is a little more serious and hasn't taken a liking to her flighty ways. Even more, he doesn't like her recent fondness of sharing personal things with the public. The poor guy feels stuck with her now. Before her was a nobody, not Alexander Skarsgård and Kate Bosworth. So that's Anna Paquin and Stephen Moyer. Something about Stephen Moyer has always bothered me. And I don't know if it's because I didn't like Bill, but he just bugs the shit out of me. Uh, Yeah, Bill was like the lowest common denominator on Truba. Like the least desirable, the most annoying. (laughs) Like Bill was like not it. Sorry to all you Bill girlies. (laughs) Which actor is into being blindfolded and letting numerous men use him? This past weekend, he held a very secretive gathering of 20 men that entered his house to find him face down 
tied to a bed and open for business. Before you ask, I was not there. And that's allegedly Alexander Skarsgård. My eyes are plates. <laughs> we jump to 2011. This B-list celebrity acting couple is all about the television acting for now. The actress and the couple has certainly had some great success in movies, really big successes, but for now, focuses on TV. Anyway, the couple is pretty open sexually and have brought other women into their relationship before with no difficulties. However, a woman they brought into the relationship not long ago has caused some serious problems, mainly because the actor in the relationship will not stop calling her and has seen her on his own without the actress present. She's not thrilled at all. The actor says he will not do it anymore, but very shaky ground right now for the pos- for the couple. So I'm sure you can guess that that's Anna Paquin and Steven and the person being Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Like when Evan Rachel Wood shows up, she's like the person who disturbs the like flow, the ebb and flow. Like, cause she's just so cool and hot and magnetic and everybody wants to try and hook up with her. It's like Michelle Trachtenberg, except Michelle Trachtenberg just allegedly like sells stories for what's going on behind the scenes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And this is a Ted blind. There are a few of them. So buckle up. Nellie Fang name checks his junk. (laughs) For all the ladies who broke down with angry tears once you found out how the very hot vampire star Nellie Fang also likes to do it with boys, we have very good news. Gorgeous Nelly's cheating on his beard girlfriend with girls. Tons of them. Oh, those good-looking Hollywood studs. Just never know what they're going to do with their privates, huh? We'll get this. Nelly also has a name for his extremely well-used private parts. Want to know what it is? The captain. Oh, this is too much. But I think we're actually kind of into it. Sort of fits Nelly's fun-loving, free-spirit personality. But here are the deets. Recently, Nellie's been working on his latest project, the Chrysanthemum Coffin, and predominantly fake girlfriend, who he does sometimes occasionally take a romp with, mind you, has been visiting him on set. But whenever that tired girlfriend of his vanishes, Nellie pulls into his trailer with whatever chick is willing. And trust us, that'd be a lot of chicks who always get a little after-sex show courtesy of Nellie. Quote, The captain got his job done, Nellie will scream and moan right after he's completed satisfying his lady friend and himself. Or perhaps he'll say rhetorically, how about that captain, huh? This is funnier than Russell Crowe talking about himself in third person during sex. Quote, go Russ, go, he's rumored to say. And for those of you who are grimacing and wondering how perfect specimen Nellie could ruin such a great moment, Let us assure you, once you've been in Mr. Fang's arms, no utterances, no matter how dorky, can deflate the moment. And that is Alexander again. Alexander is such a wild celebrity. He's a blind item celebrity for sure. He really is. Like, he is just the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) And we're now in 2012, and this is a National Enquirer blind, so it should be true. (laughs) Which one of the True Blood hunks gets a huge kick out of working out at a West Hollywood gym in front of its mostly gay clientele? The gorgeous star says he's straight, but he enjoys flirting and flexing his muscles for the appreciative boys so much that tongues <laughs> that tongues are wagging. So that's either Alexander Skarsgård or Ryan Quentin. And it could, I mean, it's probably both. <laughs> the answer is both. 
I guess I'm getting all the Ted Casablanca blinds today. So <laughs> where art thou heartthrob Nellie Fang hooking up with the most stunning partner in his fairly impressive past. That's what the fact that Nellie's currently smitten with golden celeb queen Djibouti is such good news because as we all know, Nellie hasn't always made the wisest or safest romantic choices in the past. And besides, Nellie has such an impressive everything, based career, personality. Isn't it about time he settled down with someone who's as beautiful, put together, not to mention gifted as he is? Totally. Queen, who's not quite as romantically experimental as Nellie, is still probably a pretty perfect fit for her new man, as she's all about the work and is totally easygoing in her private life, which is probably why she used to date a guy just like Nellie, who also likes to do his own thing. In other words, Fang and Queen's exes are probably each other's types, or certainly were at one time. But that's then. Now is all about Nellie and Queen slowly cementing their heart hotness for each other, which appears to be the real thing. Kind of a shocker for Mr. Fang, who's not unused to the fake partner PR thing. We actually dig this new Nellie. True love's always hot, right? And that is Alexander and Charlize Theron. What a hot blonde couple. I know, my God. They like have sex and then they do, they practice stunts together. And they're so tall. <laughs> yeah. This actor is only B-list, but he would be A-list if lust by fans added to your total. He does a mix of television and movies, but probably has made his biggest fame on a very hit show. Because of his good looks, he has had no trouble finding dates. His problem has been keeping them. One actress he dated who is B-list in popularity, but close to A in talent, said she loves dating edgy guys. The edgier, the better. But this actor made her so uncomfortable that she feared she would end up dead every time she went to his place. There was no violence that he did to her ever, but just the way he acted. Very clean, very anal, body hair shaved everywhere had latex gloves sitting randomly around the house, which he said was for cleaning. She said it freaked her out. <laughs> Rightfully. She would wake up at night and find him staring at her or coming into the room like a ghost. She said that she tried to only have him come to her place instead of going to his, but that he said she was too messy and that he preferred his home, which he kept freezing. She said that she would not have jumped if she found dead bodies in his place and was expecting them every time she went. Another actress who has way more name recognition and talent has not said much about the actor except to say that she also found his place cold and that she swears she could see the blood running through his body because he was so pale. For those of you with lots of lust, you need to know he only does it in one position and that's missionary because the others are just too messy. So our Patrick Bateman is Alexander Skarsgård. Um, the A-list actress is Amanda Seyfried and the other actress being Kate Bosworth. That's just American Psycho as <laughs> a blind item. We're now in 2013. Speaking of calling, Anna Paquin says this B-list openly bisexual actress with A-list name recognition has been trying to hook up with Anna since Anna revealed she was bisexual. Anna has had her fill of crazy people, though, after her strange encounters with this other desperate-to-be-famous actress who can actually act and goes through people-slash-relationships on her way up the ladder like a knife through butter, always looking for the next person to give her a boost in exchange for sex. 
And that is Amber Heard and Evan Rachel Wood hooking up allegedly. And Evan was on set of True Blood with Anna, of course. And Amber's always wanted to hook up with Anna. That's fun. This married B-list mostly television actor from a hit cable show was caught cheating on his B-list mostly television actress wife. He wasn't very careful with his phone and texts. He swore to his wife that it was a one-time thing, and now that the project is over, he won't be seeing her any longer. Of course, that is the same thing that he has said in all of the relationships. Oh, and that is the same situation that he found himself in when he first hooked up with his wife. So that, again, is Stephen Moyer. Uh, it was with someone from The Sound of Music, and of course, Anna Paquin being his wife. This B-list, mostly television actor who's very good looking and stars on a huge hit cable show was supposed to have a girlfriend. Apparently not. I can't think of another reason why the actor has been to five events the past five nights and taken home a different woman each night. Last night took him under two minutes to have someone glued to him. Two minutes. And that's Joe Manganiello, which makes sense. It only took him two minutes to find someone to hook up with. Have you seen that man? I'm surprised it took that long. This B-list mostly television actor is on one of the biggest pay cable shows. It was not always the case. Back in the day before getting famous, he made what he thought was a destroyed tape of himself pleasuring himself. It turns out there were copies made and now are being shopped to a gay porn site. And that's allegedly Alexander Skarsgård. Um, that's like, not again, not shocking. So now we're in 2014, and like I said, um, I Googled, you know, onset problems for True Blood. The only quote I could find was from Ryan Quantin, who said, HBO is notorious for throwing the industry's biggest parties, and our show was notorious for drinking three times the amount of any other show. You know what's also so funny about True Blood? This is completely random. Everybody on the show was like, from New Zealand or Australia or like London or England like everybody had an accent but they were all so good at being southern for sure like it's crazy they all had such good southern accents even Sookie and it's the Louisiana accent it's like something yeah. you guys have a special accent yes <laughs> it's special there in Bonton <laughs> <laughs> this B-list television and movie actress is still technically married She's had a bad couple of weeks, but thought she might have snagged a B-list, very good-looking former co-star to give her some fresh publicity. She has played this game, though, before with one of his closest friends. It didn't stop our B-lister from having sex with the co-star, but he did tell her it was a one-time thing. Um, so the actress being Evan Rachel Wood, um, it says sued for $30 million by producer of 10 Things I Hate About You sequel. Well, I don't know why it says that. And then the B-list actor being Joe. Of course. Are you kidding? Come on. This A-minus list, mostly comic movie actress, is not looking forward to promoting her new movie because she hates her female co-star. Our A-lister took on the role because it was different than her usual fare, but also because the foreign-born A-list male lead who's best known for his pay cable role, dated our actress a few times leading up to shooting. Once shooting began, though, the no-name co-star, Other Lead, appeared. Our actor dumped the comic actress and started hooking up with the no-namer. So get ready for this. The A-list actress being Kristen Wiig, the female co-star is not named. 
the A-list actor being Alexander Skarsgård, and the movie being The Diary of a Teenage Girl. Kristen and Alexander allegedly dated for a little bit. So random. Pretty crappy Christmas for the B-list mostly television actress who was an Academy Award winner slash nominee, but best known for her pay cable role. Anyway, she just found out that her actor husband had sex with a former co-star. The former co-star seems to have sex with everyone. Then, when she runs into cash crisis, she calls the people up and asks them for money, and if they don't pay, then the tabloids somehow find out. Our actor didn't want to pay, so told his wife. And that is, again, Anna Paquin, Stephen Moyer, and Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> She's like, if you don't pay, I'll tell the Inquirer. <laughs> This blind item is from Blind Gossip. It's always awkward when a celebrity ends a real relationship. They truly dread the press speculation and questions about the breakup. The best way to flip the script? A new relationship. The search started as soon as she broke up with her ex. They needed someone physically big, age appropriate, good looking, single, masculine, and without a gay rumor history. They found him in house. Yes, they're both on the same agency. A perfect match on all counts. It was a six-week plan. If they had put them together too soon after the breakup, it would look fake. And then accusations might have started about the new guy being the cause of the breakup. So they gave him a line to use about her in an interview to be published several weeks after the breakup, gave her a few weeks to get some distance from her ex, and then announced their coupling. It looks, quote, naturally, natural, and the new guy is not blamed for the breakup. It was actually a smart, modern, well-executed plan. Kudos to those who make it happen. So yes, the relationship is fake, but they're actors. So they make it look real. Since they're both mature people, the relationship should go very smoothly for a few months. And since they're both gorgeous, it will certainly make for some very pretty pictures. And that is Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello. And I remember when they got together, everyone was like, wait, you're dating Owen from One Tree Hill? Like Joe was still, I mean, obviously he was on True Blood, but that was my reaction at least. And I'm still shocked they're still together to this day. Yeah, I know. And they really like had a moment of like, you know, as as a couple does using their relationship for press. And then they just kind of like stopped doing it. Yeah, like they're just an Instagram couple now. Yeah, they used to be out getting photographed all the time it was like, annoying it was annoying they were very annoying you already knew he was good at getting money from women so it shouldn't surprise anyone that he has convinced our a-list mostly television actress to spend about 100k so far on him including buying out his lease so he can move in with her where he can keep his meal ticket close and that's sophia and joe that kind of checks out it was pretty obvious from the second this A-list mostly television actress from a hit network show first saw her boyfriend after a few weeks that he'd been cheating. She doesn't care, though, as long as it does not interfere with the performance. Her last boyfriend did it, and she does it, and just expects it. She would prefer he cleaned up after them, though, because she says she found an earring and hairpins. And that is Joe and Sophia again. And we're now in 2015. Why, yes, that was this former B-list mostly television actor from a very hit pay cable show turned B-list mostly movie actor in the back of a movie theater. A movie theater. Yes, that was a man who moved from four seats away to right next to our actor during the movie. 
and who moved back to his original seat right before the movie ended. It is getting more difficult for our in the closet actor to hide and his actor's beard will only help him for so long because she doesn't know she's acting as a beard. So that is allegedly Joe and Sophia. Eh. That's like the only blind I found of him allegedly being gay. And I was kind of like, meh, I guess they all need one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This blind item is from the SAG Awards. And we did read it last week for the Margot Robbie episode. But this foreign-born B-list mostly movie actor who made his fame on a very hit pay cable show was supposed to be at the SAG Awards and showing off his new foreign-born B-list mostly movie actress girlfriend. Their PR teams worked it all out, but our actress backed out as the beard after her boyfriend got upset at the first carefully arranged PR leaks. So the whole thing was called off. And that's Alexander with Margot Robbie. This form-born B-list mostly television actress, who was most recently on a very hit pay cable show that has now ended, found out her husband cheated on her with a co-star from that show. This co-star has no self-morality filter. So it's either Kelly McDonald from Boardwalk Empire. It's either, okay, Kelly McDonald and Gretchen Mole from Boardwalk Empire or Anna Paquin, Stephen Moyer, and Evan Rachel Wood. And I'm assuming it's them because it's consistently what they've been saying for years. But it seems like Anna Paquin was like aware. (laughs) Yeah, like I, I wonder how much she actually cared. Right. You know? On the outside, they may seem like a very happy-go-lucky loving couple, but that illusion was shattered on a recent flight. The A-list mostly television actress from the long-running hit network show argued with her B-list mostly movie actor boyfriend for the entirety of the three-hour flight. The actor kept bawling his hands up into fists as the actress kept whisper yelling at him. When he would try and say something, she would keep doing it, and it was really bad. The flight attendants were scared to come near them. And that is Sophia and Joe. And just so you know, that's referring to his massive hit Magic Mike's 2, whatever that was called. Why are these celebrities always doing, allegedly doing shit like this on flights that I'm not on? And also just on flights in general. <laughs> like, right. Like, like I just put lives. my AirPods in and mind my business. <laughs> right. When his latest attempt at a relationship with a woman ended because she found someone she actually wanted to be with, this foreign-born B-list actor who made his fame in a hit pay cable show thought he found someone new. A lot of press, just like his last two-day relationship, but nothing of substance. It's just his PR team throwing out names and hoping one of the women will accept the offer. And we did read this for our Margot episode, but that's Alexander Skarsgård. Um, his last relationship being Margot, and then the new relationship being Alexa Chung. We get to talk a lot of Alexa, Troy. I'm excited. This foreign-born B-plus-list mostly television actor, now that his hit-pay cable show has ended, is going to disappoint a lot of women who lust after him when he comes out in the next few weeks. He's tried the bearding route to please his handlers, but just wants to be open and honest. Alexander. Police in New York raided a peep show earlier this week. Apparently, someone spotted this lusted after foreign-born B-list mostly movie actor who was in a hit pay cable show, was there watching some guys dance naked. It was going to be a huge day for the pap, but the actor slipped out before police got there. Two hours later, yeah, not a big priority for them. So that's Alex 
Alexander enjoying a peep show. We have another kindness blind item. If you see this actress, you'll know her face. She's the true definition of supporting actress. She comes in at just the right moment to usually get a laugh or move things along. Her comedic timing is impeccable. She's currently on a long-running network hit comedy. She also had a great role in a now-defunct pay cable show. When she's not working, you'll find her volunteering at USO service centers in Southern California. Lots and lots of hours. Lots of organizing donations. Calling companies to get lots of travel-sized toiletries. She passes out gift cards like crazy for restaurants so service people can go to dinner or lunch with their families in the day or two they might see each other in the year. Just an incredibly kind and selfless person who happens to be a great actress too. That might be one of the nicest blinds we've ever read. And I mean, just written about in general, but that's Melissa Roch, who is on True Blood and the Big Bang Theory. And I did look her up. If you look her up, you'll know exactly who she is. All the other tabloids are laughing at this top of the hill tabloid because they paid about four times as much for wedding photos as anyone else offered. There's just not the market that they think there is for the wedding photos. And that's, yeah, Joe and Sophia. Like they, I feel like they needed to come to terms with the fact that people didn't care about them as much as they thought they would. Yeah, that's simple. You know, it was like, yeah, you guys are both gorgeous. Okay. Congratulations on the sex. Yeah. Ellen can't convince us that this is the most interesting relationship to ever exist. Sorry. You guys, we have another kindness blind. Wow. Wow. This actress is B-plus list. Had a great run on a pay cable show. Has a monster network show lined up, but might not be the hit it could have been because of all the behind the scenes drama. She's married to a favorite of everyone. Our actress has bought three preschools and charges no tuition or fees at any of them. She did it to help families who can't afford to send their kids to preschool, so ended up staying home and not working. Oh, so end up staying home and not working. My apologies for reading that incorrectly. And the actress is Carrie Preston. She was on True Blood and the new network show being Crowded. And she's married to Michael Emerson from Lost. Still newlyweds, but this B slash C plus list mostly movie actor is cheating on his A slash B list mostly television actress wife, who was on a hit network show, a long way from where she started in the entertainment world. And that's Joe and Sophia. And just going back to um, Carrie Preston, that's Arlene. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, and that makes God. it even like sweeter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. This B-list, mostly television actress who was in a hit pay cable show and is an Academy Award winner nominee broke down in tears at a restaurant when her tool of an actor husband told her she needed to lose some weight if she wanted him to still be interested. Anna Paquin and Stephen Moyer. Now will be a good time to remind you guys that this week's episode is sponsored by One Skin. Are you tired of cycling through the endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow, but don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from One Skin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. After testing thousands of peptides, they discovered the OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, 
the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Unlike most skincare products in the market, One Skin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. Is your current skin regimen clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, give One Skin a try and see the difference. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off One Skin with our code BLINDS at oneskin.com. So I received one skin in the mail. For one thing, when it came, I was shocked by how like gorgeous the packaging was. So I actually have it out on display in my bathroom because it just looks nice. It's a really nice bottle. It looks expensive. It's a kind of skincare that you look at and you think that would cost a lot of money. And it doesn't, but it just looks expensive. I'm also, I think I've told you guys before, I come from a skincare family. My mom is psychotic about skincare. My grandmother is pretty crazy about skincare. It's just how everybody is. So I grew up kind of being able to tell when something's like decent or not. This doesn't make me feel like I'm wearing like a layer of olive oil on my face, which I hate, but it also makes me feel moisturized. I don't like being dry. I need to feel moisturized and it's just good. It's good like everyday basic, you know, in the morning and at night skincare that you can trust. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code BLINDS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code BLINDS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. And we are back with the blinds at 2016. This foreign-born B-plus list mostly movie actor who hit it big on a hit pay cable show 
finally managed to land a beard. You have to give the guy an A for effort. He spent most of 2015 dating a series of women for a week or two, but none would accept the assignment. He finally found one in this foreign-born model-slash-television host who he thinks is great. It makes a nice change from hooking up with married celebrities who want to discreetly cheat. And that's Alexander with Alexa Chung, and allegedly the celebrity who likes to discreetly cheat was Chris Martin. These two co-stars are both foreign-born. They are on a hit show that is not seen everywhere. Kind of a syndicated thing. They both have various side projects, and they both have cheated while working on their side projects. A divorce is coming. Soon. So, of course, that is Anna Paquin and Steven. And the divorce is coming soon. It's been about uh, seven years. So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens in the next seven years. <laughs> This foreign-born model-slash-television host who doesn't really look like a model, but does look like she works for a magazine, <laughs> met a guy who she's crazy about, but is having to follow through with the actor she agreed to pretend she's dating. <laughs> that's Alexa Chung and Alexander Skarsgård. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> she looks like she works for a magazine, okay? Yeah, she does. That's a really great way to describe her, honestly. <laughs> This foreign-born B-list mostly television actor who has a possible franchise coming out is getting some heat from his people to be seen more in public with the woman that he calls his girlfriend. Considering how much time they spend apart, it is pretty lame. It is a pretty lame effort at faking a relationship when they are seen together. And that's Alexander and Alexa. I mean, I don't know if people know that this happened. I vaguely remember it, mostly because of all the um, pushback that Tarzan got. And... I don't even know why they thought to put him as Tarzan, but they did. <laughs> yeah. They're like, he's blonde and has abs. Right. Tarzan. Well, that's not Tarzan, my guys. <laughs> I love any kind of blind that sounds like it could be a soap. I also love that the two main figures in this blind are not regular visitors to this spot. They're a married couple. The actress is foreign born in an Academy Award winner slash nominee. The actor is B-list, but is probably headed down to B-list after his most recent television flop. It was the most recent television flop that has led to all the drama between this well-known couple. On the set of his recent flop, he got involved with a foreign-born actress who was his co-star. It was an on-set romance, but he also got busted and was acting like a love-struck puppy. It caused a great deal of drama on the home front. It has taken nearly a year to get his wife to even partially forgive him. He became much more contrite when his show was canceled. His wife is about to have a very big year and is doing tons of press. It just highlights to him his acting failures. This has caused him to lash out and the couple has had some fairly public blowouts the past couple of weeks. Most have revolved around him being jealous and not wanting her to travel to promote her show, or if she does travel, her insistence that he accompany her. Why? She doesn't trust him and has made it perfectly clear to those around him during the arguments. She also made it clear during these arguments exactly why she doesn't trust him, which has led to him lashing out even more. Probably not helping matters is that the actress from that television show has been communicating with our actor through a friend of his. So that's Anna Paquin, the big year being the Roots TV miniseries in Broken TV series, the actor, 
being Stephen Moyer. The show was The Bastard Executioner. And the co-star isn't revealed, but I will assume Evan Rachel Wood. As soon as he thought the paps were gone, this foreign-born B-list mostly movie actor, who might might just make it to A-list if his pseudo-superhero movie makes it big, dropped the hand of the woman he calls his girlfriend. He sent her on her way and immediately got close to the guy who had just had lunch with the couple. All that to say that Alex was on a date with Alexa and threw her hand down to hold hands with a guy. Um, <laughs> uh, This is awkward. This A-list mostly movie actor who was bombed in a superhero type movie says that he wants kids. The woman he calls his girlfriend is freaking out because she does not want to be in the middle of all this. It's not what she signed up for. And that again is Alexander and Alexa. That must be so stressful. You're like just trying to beard and get your name out there. And all of a sudden they're like, what if we throw a kid into this contract? (laughs) You're like, wait, what? Excuse me, sir. Already getting tired of the beard game, this foreign-born celebrity who has been bearding for an A-slash-B-lister with the body everyone loves hooked up with a guy while on vacation. She thought that she was she was being discreet, but it really wasn't. I think she wants to get busted to get out of the bearding. <laughs> so that's Alexa and Alexander. That's interesting. Please bearding someone while- take a picture of us. Please. Yeah, right. And then throw my hand away. Usually, just like in real relationships, when a beard relationship dies, there's some kind of announcement. Not the case with this foreign-born actor who loves taking his shirt off and that foreign-born model he was dating. She went back to her ex and no tabloid said a word. They hyped up the relationship and then poof, crickets. It's like it never happened. Alexander and Alexa. And we are now in 2017, this B-list actor is a dual threat, primarily known for his run on a long-running cable pay show. He has a chance at some box office success this summer. Anyway, he loves to talk about how he's straight, but he isn't. He is protecting his boyfriend, who is still in the closet to his family. And that is Ryan. For once, it's not Alexander, it's Ryan uh, Quentin. This foreign-born b plus actor is currently on a hit pay cable show. He also managed to get back together with his beard to a tune of $100,000 for three months. I'm pretty sure she hates him, but loves the money. And that's Alexander and Alexa. And that's referring to him on Big Little Lies. Alexander on Big Little Lies, him and Nicole Kidman. Holy fucking shit. I know. Incredible. Their chemistry was absolutely fucking insane. That whole show, I I need a deep dive on every single thing that happened behind the scenes on that show. I know. I've never been more interested in like on set drama. I love people listening are probably like, well, you guys do have a podcast that would be perfect for that. <laughs> you can even maybe do an episode about it. <laughs> this B-list mostly movie closeted actor is only sticking around with his beard until after a very public event, which is just a short time away. He just can't handle being in the relationship any longer. That's so funny. So that's Alexander and Alexa. It's just like funny that they were so miserable bearding with each other. We have a Met Gala blind. This foreign-born host slash model slash a little bit of everything looked miserable the entire night. She thought the bearding thing would be long over. With the recent success of this pay cable show, though, she was asked to stay a little longer. And again, (laughs) believe it or not, that's Alexa and Alexander. They also, also have, like, the same name. 
Right. <laughs> it's hilarious too, because when you think about it, it's like of all like she dates like like rockers that chain smoke and like you know, <laughs> guys in like indie bands. Like he's so they must have had nothing to talk about. Hmm. <laughs> it's funny. This closeted foreign-born B-list actor with a body that he works on constantly ditched the beard for some yacht-filled fun with a bunch of male teenage acting aspirants. I don't know what that word means. He is so rough with them that even his normally rough host had to tell him to tone it down. So yeah, yawning does happen for men. This B-list mostly movie actor who's married to someone much higher on the list is doing press for a new movie. You could tell that he was doing poorly health-wise and had trouble making it through the entire slate of interviews set for him. For a guy who's made his fame with his looks and body rather than his not-so-great acting, this is quite a difference. So young, too. (laughs) And that's allegedly Joe while promoting Smurfs, The Lost Village. Apparently, he was not doing well, which is very odd. Well, I wouldn't be doing well either if I had to to promote Smurfs, The Lost Village. Right, he's just like, he's just detached. He's health-wise, he just doesn't want to do it. He's disassociating. Looks like this foreign-born do-everything person finally managed to break free from her bearding role for this A-slash-B-list mostly television actor. How? She's the one who made a bunch of calls and pleas to find someone to take her place. She finally succeeded with someone who would be much better for the role. Our do-everything person honestly didn't know she was signing up for bearding. So Alexa reached out to Tony Garn and said, can you please handle this, man? I can't. Tony Garn's about to pop up in a blind in a few in a little bit. So keep that one in that we just read in mind. For the past four consecutive days, this foreign-born A-list mostly television actress from a long-running hit network show has had lunch at her favorite store with a guy who is not her husband. Apparently, things are very, very cozy between the pair. And that is alleging that Sophia is cheating on Joe. If that closeted A-slash-B-list mostly television actor who makes his fame on HBO wants that A-list model to be his beard, he should hurry. She's about to convert that 10K a night guy into a long-term boyfriend. So that's Alexander and Tony Garn. This foreign-born A-list mostly television actor who's a recent Emmy winner slash nominee met multiple women who he thinks will be good candidates to be the person he calls his girlfriend until after the Golden Globes. And that is Alexander. This foreign-born A-list mostly television actress from a long-running hit network show has been seeking solace from the marriage that should never have been in the arms of another man. (laughs) So that's uh, Sophia and Joe. Did I write about it yesterday or the day before? At this point, I don't remember. But as I said would happen, this foreign-born A-list mostly television actor slash recent Emmy winner slash nominee has landed a contract girlfriend through golden globe season she's no stranger to the work and that's alexander and it does not say who his girlfriend is maybe it's tony garn this foreign-born a slash b list mostly television actor has spent a lot of time on this pay cable channel he is also closeted at one point while filming his co-star and a-list mostly movie actress asked him to pose nude for a while while she pleasured herself <laughs> Uh, so that's Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman. 
Nicole Kidman is a fucking alien. Like she's so bizarre. <laughs> also, that's hilarious because it's literally a scene in um the movie Paperboy. There's like this really iconic the Zac Efron movie. There's this wild scene where Nicole Kidman masturbates on camera in front of a room full of people for like 10 minutes. It is a wild. <laughs> Get it, Nicole Kidman. My favorite thing ever is when Reese Witherspoon was talking like behind the scenes stuff of Big Little Lies. And Reese is like, I was sitting in the chair with Nicole. We're getting our makeup done, just talking about life. And Nicole just turns to me and said, do you ever think about death? (laughs) (laughs) Never a good sign when this known for his looks more than his acting married B-list actor hits a bar. He hit several of them last week while out of town and while away from his wife, who would never agree to him drinking. And that's Joe Manganiello at the 2017 NHL Awards and Expansion Draft in Las Vegas. Can I just also say one more thing about Nicole Kidman that I'm obsessed with? Of course. (laughs) I love, so one of my favorite things, and I feel like we don't talk about it, but everybody knows that it happens. Is that when you go to AMC and you see Nicole's <laughs> thing pop up, people like go crazy, especially in New York. Like the audiences go berserk when Nicole pops up and they clap. I swear gay Twitter made that happen. I know. It's so funny. Like it's really the power of the gays. It really is. Because people will give like a standing ovation to Nicole's commercial. Like people cheer, like they scream. It's so fun. I remember when she renewed her contract, Twitter went fucking crazy. It's got to be one of the most like successful ads they've ever done for like a random thing like that. I will say I used to love Maria Menounos trivia before the movies or first look. First look. Yes. Are you kidding? Absolutely. They're literally the only two people that even sit through that. (laughs) I'm like, yes, it's time for Maria Menounos. Like, go Maria. If anyone knows Maria Menounos, can you tell her we are giant fans? Yes. We love her work. Love her. We're now in 2018, and this is a SAG Awards blind. This foreign-born, A-list, mostly television actor who seems to frequently work for the same outlet couldn't get a fake date last night, so he took an actor who was present when the A-lister was with his first man. Okay. And that being Alexander Skarsgård. Why is it so hard for Alexander Skarsgård to get a damn beard? He must be a nightmare. I feel like he's strange. I feel like he's literally Eric. He'll just like stand in a doorway and look at you and you're like, what's going on? And he's like, just thinking. And he doesn't think. And you're like, I'm scared. He's too good at playing consistently strange, cold men. To not be a little bit of that. In his most recent press cycle, I forget what it's for, what it was for, I should say. But he was actually like funny and kind of charming. And I was like, do this more because the other thing is starting to really creep me out. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because he can be very funny. Right. You know? This foreign-born A-list, mostly television actor who's had two big shows on the same channel is just a hypocrite. I remember when the closeted actor would be visiting gay clubs in town where the first hot show was filmed and trade sex for walk-on roles all the time. Most of the time, he couldn't make it happen, and he knew that but didn't care. And 
I don't know what Alexander Skarsgård said, but in parentheses, it just says true love or true blood. I'm sorry. And big little lies. Wow. He said, you, he said, you all want this body. Who's going to give me a role. You want to be an extra and make $80. (laughs) Another chapter. Mr. Hedge, very recently, this Almost Television Network released an original big-budget film. In recent years, the director had a couple of big box office successes in the same genre. Hollywood director says one or two things about the Almost Television Network. Either the company bought their film when nobody else would, or gave them the kind of money and freedom that nobody else would. This very recent film falls into the latter category. The Almost Television Network paid very, very dearly for the services of this director. The director called this very recent film a, quote, spiritual sequel to his first film. The first film was critically acclaimed and turned a small profit on a limited budget. Almost everyone who has seen this very recent film seems to agree on one thing. It is terrible. Basically, nobody understood the movie. It stars a B-plus-less actor-writer, who recently separated from his permanent A-list wife. It also stars an A-list foreign-born mostly television actor who always seems to save his best work for one channel. You all know the drill by now. The Almost Television Network will tell its investors that another terrible film was a success. The company will carry the value of the film on its books for much more than the film is worth. For many years, the Almost Television Network is burying cash at an extremely alarming rate. Later this year, they are due to borrow even more money. My prediction is that this will cost them very dearly. So this is about Netflix. Um, the director being Duncan Jones, the director of the first or the the director's first film being Moon, and the spiritual sequel being Mute, and the actor slash writer being Justin Thoreau, um, and the actor, of course, being Alexander Skarsgård. And I know that we talked a long time ago about possibly doing a Netflix episode. Because, like, it's such a corrupt um, business. And I do just want to say, I think it's very funny. If you guys, if anybody listening to this watches Black Mirror, like, the new season of Black Mirror is all about Netflix being corrupt and, like, scary and how the algorithm is actually really terrifying. And it's just hilarious that, like, they're making fun of Netflix on netflix like and netflix is airing it they're like yeah we'll air your show where you basically tell people that we're gonna end the world and that we are like ruining every industry that exists is that out yet the new black mirror yes i want to watch annie murphy's in it and i think she's incredible so i will watch this one because i've heard it's scary so many people have told me not to watch it but this one i think i can handle it's true air true blood black mirror is one of the best shows on tv for sure this closeted, foreign-born, A-list actor who has had way more success on the small screen rather than the big screen has managed to make sure his foreign-born, c plus actor boyfriend got roles in each of those movies so they could spend time together. This may also be why our actor has not been in a rush to find a new beard. And that's Alexander Skarsgård in O.C. Ikail, I want to say his last name is. Ah, the trials and tribulations of trying to keep a bearding relationship going when neither really wants to see the other. So we have our closeted foreign-born A-list mostly television actor from that hit pay cable show. 
he is on the other side of the pond and is supposed to look like his beard is with him. First, they got busted when his PR people said they were together for Easter, but someone posted it without first looking that our actor was really sick and at home in bed in a country far away from the supposed Easter destination where his beard was. She wasn't. In fact, she is here in the U.S. despite the steady stream of landscape pictures from the other side of the pond, which never ever feature her in the photos or him in them together. Just give it up. It gives good solid bearding a bad name. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it is, you know, there is a such thing as lazy bearding. For sure. There's people that are just lazy with their bearding and you just wonder like, but you know, you can be a lazy beard and there's millions of people that will still fall for it. Look at Sean and Camilla. I was about to say that, but I don't even know if they were that lazy. Like they're walking around Brooklyn <laughs> together, holding hands and making out. <laughs> yeah they're they're more bored than lazy exactly <laughs> don't believe the hype actually it's only hype on his team's end because he knows this foreign born a-list mostly movie actress who's an oscar winner slash nominee won't even respond to rumors so the closeted foreign born a-list actor gets his team to talk about them as a couple in their dating and that is a throwback to the beginning of the episode. Allegedly, Alexander was trying to do that with Charlize again. Wow. He must be, because he's so gorgeous for him to have such, and he's so um, famous for him to have such a hard time maintaining women just walk around with him. <laughs> be fucking nuts. I mean, the Skarsgård brothers all kind of have a look about him. Yeah, they're all creepy a little. (laughs) And it's almost, it's funny because it's like their weirdness is like what's attractive about them, but it's also like makes you a little uncomfortable. (laughs) But it's also interesting because people are like Bill Skarsgård, so hot. The guy who, from It. Like he looks like Steve Buscemi. Like what is going on? I mean, Steve Buscemi's (sighs) great. I'm not trying to shit on him, but he's not a sex symbol. (laughs) I actually really into him, I'll be honest. (laughs) I love his weird eyes. His his eyes look like they're going to fall out of his head. It's very sexy to me. As I was saying it, I was like, I should have apologized to Troy before yeah. what I'm about to say. You saw my face turn. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of boy, oh, that's so funny. Hello. Oh, I thought it said Camilla Cabello. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> what? Never mind. Speaking of boy banners, this foreign born former A-list recently chose not to renew the contract with his beard. Why would he? He got no publicity from it. And everyone knows that it was a fake relationship. So what does she do? She was out of work for a day before landing a new gig with this closeted foreign-born A-list mostly television actor who always picks up someone for award season. So that was Harry Styles and Camille Rowe. And then Alexander Skarsgård picked her up. Did you see a picture the other day of Harry blowing a snot rocket out of his nose? No. There was a picture that went viral the other day. Of Harry walking, <laughs> he was like really violently blowing snot out of his nose, and somehow the camera really captured the snot in a way, and it was so gross. Apparently, this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actress, who's an Academy Award winner slash nominee, got on the phone and yelled at the publicist of this foreign-born B-plus list, mostly television actor. No more trying to set them up as a couple. She's sick of it. 
<laughs> and that's Charlize and Alexander. <laughs> and now she said, <laughs> You've never seen someone so happy as when this foreign-born celebrity managed to extricate himself from a bearding deal with this foreign-born A-list mostly television actor. Why on earth is she being sucked back in? I have no idea. And that's poor Alexa Chung getting sucked back into Alexander Skarsgård. And we're now in 2019. This foreign-born A-list mostly television actor has been on some hit cable shows for the same premium network. He's closeted and met up with the former singer-turned-reality star who did a long-term bearding thing in the past. And that's Alexander with Troy's favorite person, Nicole Schwarzenberger. <laughs> now that's a couple. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a moment. Oof. This closeted form-born A-list mostly television actor from an acting family is doing press for a new movie in which he stars. While out of the country... <laughs> while out of the country... <laughs> doing press tour for the city to city has been accompanied by a man that he says is one of his PR people, but is actually his long-term secret boyfriend. I don't think that Alexander Skarsgård is secret about being bisexual. He's very open about it. Like, like I said earlier, he was adamant on making True Blood more bi because he wanted to fuck men on camera. And he specifically said, like, I want to have sex scenes on camera with more men. He saw Ryan Quantin and was like, write it in. He's like, I need it written in now. I can relate. <laughs> this foreign-born A-list, mostly television actor, has had some big hits for this pay cable channel over the years. After his demanding reputation for the way he treats beards became known, he's just decided to be solo right now. He rarely hooks up with guys, but does have a thing for male models he sees in fashion magazines and has been known to dig up whether they prefer men or not and then proceed. And of course, that's Alexander. And then in parentheses, it says he's dated Alexa Chung, Katie Holmes, Alicia Van K Vikander, Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, Elizabeth Olsen, Elliot Page, Anne Valencia, Kate Bosworth, Isabella Miko, Evan Rachel Wood, and Amanda Seyfried. Do you remember when we read that blind from Cara Delevingne's episode where, I think I've talked about it before, where it said that they had sex at a party at a, in a pool? Her and Alexander? Yeah. No, I didn't even find that blind when I was pulling him. I don't maybe I don't know where I remember reading it, but it said that they were at a party, <laughs> like a big outdoor party, and they decided to have like really, really, really intense sex in the pool at this party in front of everybody. And I just think that's so funny. <laughs> The scariest part is Alexander's so tall, they could have done it, like, in the middle of the deep end, and he would still be scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. We're now in 2021. Generally, when I see or hear some celebrities doing rituals or claiming to do sacrifices, I think it's mostly done for thirst, because they want attention. For the vast majority, I don't think that they are doing anything other than taking photos and videos for Instagram. The following financial institution is an exception to the rule. Azealia Banks. She goes full on. This is not about her, though. It is about the foreign-born A-list actor, Alexander Skarsgård, who has had an unusual last, who has an unusual last name, but is shared by the others in the industry. 
there's been talk going back and forth for years about people being terrified when they visit his home because of how sterile it looks. Interesting. There was a there was also talk about him having an operating room or something that looked like it. Until recently, it was a lot of talk. But a few weeks ago, a house came on the market for sale with an entire operating theater and a reporter I speak to a few times a year from the same country in Sweden as the actor remarked to me that our actor did indeed have something similar in his home. And there was a huge cover up about a decade ago when he was at his peak during True Blood. A refugee in that country told a story of escaping from the actor in his home. Police went to the home and did find everything the refugee said that they would find, but no charges were filed against the actor for kidnapping because he didn't harm the refugee and said it was a misunderstanding. The police also chose to not ask the actor about why he had an operating room in his home and whether or not it had been previously used and for what. So he is literally Patrick Bateman. So we've had a lot of requests for the Skarsgård family in general. And those are like, we have more blinds to read, of course. But if people from other countries can like send us stuff, we'll happily do like the other brothers too, if we can. Swedes to the front. this foreign-born a-list mostly television actress who does a lot of commercials now always hires a woman to peg her actor husband our actress just isn't into it and that's sophia and joe sophia doesn't give pegging queen (laughs) the nicest things you ever said about me is you said i would be a pegging queen in my blind (laughs) and that you know that's high praise coming from me (laughs) i know i know (laughs) it means a lot We're now in 2022. As is his custom when traveling out of town, but because of COVID, had not heard it happening in years, this foreign-born A-list mostly television actor, who does a lot of pay cable work, hired an escort while in town. You always know that it's him, though, because he always requests someone who will shave their head and body hair in front of him. See, (laughs) Alex is on some weird shit. Now Troy's scared. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm like, what do I have to look forward to? Oh my God. Speaking of closeted, the stories that this foreign-born, A-list, mostly television actor, who has a very popular last name in the acting world, are just becoming more fantastical. If a woman is pregnant with his baby, there was scientific intervention. And just so you guys know, Alexander did welcome a baby this year in 2023. Not scientific intervention. Also, who cares if they use IVF or whatever? Like, I know. A lot of people like, have to do that. Why is that still so controversial in blind items? <laughs> I will never understand. It's so common. It's more pegging blind items. Less of that, more pegging. Seriously, people that don't even have a lot of money that aren't famous do that every day. Like, it's not a... (laughs) I don't understand. And we are now in 2023. They both wanted children. Both are foreign-born. One is an A-list, mostly movie actor, while the other is a celebrity in her home country. Just because they never had sex doesn't mean they love their child any less. And that's Alexander and Tuva Navotny. And this is the final blind item. Our favorite closeted A-list foreign-born pay cable mainstay for multiple shows on the same channel has been all over Grinder the past few days while doing press in this country. 
And that's Alexander. And he was on Succession. So it must have been him doing press for that where he's like being mm. charming as of late. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, Alexander. My God. This was basically an Alexander episode. But yeah. I mean, we got a few Anna blinds. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, Alexander, I'm willing to shave my head because I'm already bald. But I don't want to see the operating room. I know. If true, Alexander's rotted in a way. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to yuck a yum, but it sounds like I have to. <laughs> right. I mean, if there are people escaping from his home, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the rest of the cast just seems like normal celebrity. Also, kindness blinds. We had like four of them. I think it's a huge testament that there was like, like I said, that that show was, had so many main cast members. Also so many, um, you always hear with shows that have like a ro- like a rotating door of like, you know, one-time people, there are hot people coming in all the time just to work at like, to be extras in that bar that they would go to or things like that, you know? Again, I'm rewatching Buffy and like, he was hooking up with a lot of the people that would be on playing like high school students, you know? Mm-hmm. and true blood had a lot of people on it so i don't know i just think it's crazy that there's not more negative stuff like it's great you know the fact gray's anatomy was way fucking crazier than true blood blew my mind yeah that's like really really wild like it, it really just shows like the content of the show has nothing to do with what's going on behind the scenes not at all um but yeah i thought that episode was fun it's yeah reading all about alexander was actually kind of surprising to me i guess i wasn't i i assumed i knew about his blind item life but he's a blind item celebrity 100 percent. yes and if i can find if i can dig up that old blind of him and Kara having um flailing sex in the pool i'll find it and post it on patreon But thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. And you guys did leave a bunch of positive reviews. And we really appreciate that. It helps us chart. It just helps overall, honestly. Yeah, we love you very much. You know that we desperately wish we could swaddle all of you. <laughs> if we had enough blankets, we would. <laughs> and we love you very, very much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.